In this episode, we're back for another cosmic tea party with our resident astrologer, Jackie Sab. Jackie will be serving the tea on Virgo season with Christy and Belinda. Be prepared for the next month, including multiple retrogrades, the planetary transits, and of course, the energies of Virgo. Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Belinda Boring. And I'm Christy Cook. Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by of Starlight and Moonbeams a team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth to. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams Magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at ofstarlightandmoonbeams.com. Hey, Belinda, what's in your cup this week? Well, in my physical cup, I'm proud to say I have water and it's in my watermelon tumbler because I feel like we're in the last bit of summer here in Arizona and the weather's already starting to drop. So I'm excited. So I'm making the most of all my summer cups before we switch over to my fall cups. Um, In my life cup, I have just, it's just basically been work and toddler and trying to get my writing stuff organized. I actually listened to a soundtrack this week that reminded me of an old story idea that kind of just exploded in my mind. So that's pretty good. My garden's doing pretty fantastic. And I'm still kind of reeling and pondering on my birth chart reading that I got from Jackie, which is exciting because she's here today and we're going to talk about uh, the next season and just kind of dealing with the after effects like of the Venus retrograde. We were talking earlier about how some of those old feelings that I thought that I hadn't, I kind of worked through and healed had resurfaced. And Jackie was kind enough to say, oh, that's just Venus doing her retrograde thing. And so that was a relief because I thought I had dealt with stuff. And so that was a really nice way just to put things back into perspective. But yeah, that's been my uh, week this week. What about you, Christy? What's in your cup? I am drinking water. I was going to have some chai and then I realized, nope, I'm I'm getting caffeinated. So I probably should not have any more. Um, so yeah, that's what's in my physical cup, my lizard cup that you love so much. Yay, and, the lizard cup. <laughs> and in my life cup, let's see, this week I have been planning for fall, which I'm so excited about Woo! for the magazine, for our next three issues are going to probably be some of my favorites of the year because they're all about the fall season and shadow work and witchy stuff. And I'm really excited for that. And then also planning my trip at the end of September, which includes coming to see you, Belinda. So I'm we got excited. our reservations for Sedona, which will be fun. And we're going to go crystal shopping together, which is going to be dangerous. <laughs> but very, very yeah, dangerous. That's what's in my cup this week. What about you, Jackie? What's going on with you? Well, my physical cup, I have water and I don't have anything fancy, just a regular glass. And in my life cup, I've just certified in another type of astrology, which I just got uh, like the marks in from my exam that I finished just on Wednesday before on the new moon last week. And so it's, and uh, (laughs) yeah, it makes it easier. So I'm pretty happy. It seems like I've wrapped up a lot of little things that have been uh, going on. Good. So that's well. Congratulations. And I'm here ready to talk about Virgo. And I'm here ready to talk about Virgo for you. (laughs) 
So first we have housekeeping and our first thing is we need to shine the starlight because this episode is brought to you by author Edward Rollins. He's an author of dark fantasy, including The Witch's Debt, which is book one in the Coal Mountain series. So you can find him on Amazon. Again, it's author Edward Rollins, and we'll drop that in the show notes. And so in talking about show notes, that's a good reminder for keeping up with us. You can subscribe to our email list for free goodies. You can also hit the subscribe button and follow us on the socials. And we'll include our new link tree in the show notes. Also, please consider leaving a review or a comment, something that lets our uh, other listeners know what you liked about the episode so they can tune in too. And so now we're ready to serve the tea. We're excited to be back for another Cosmic Tea Party with Jackie Sab astrologist extraordinaire that's how I view her my reading with you was phenomenal you have such a gift and so as a reminder for those who might not know she's the resident astrologer for starlight and moonbeams so you can see her every Monday live in our group with the weekly happenings in the skies and she gives us a detailed cosmic forecast every month in the moonbeams magazine so today we're discussing Virgo season, which starts August 23rd, as well as all the planets in retrograde right now, or will be soon. So Jackie, where would you like to start today? Well, first, let's talk about Virgo, like Virgo, capable, service oriented, detailed, kind, organized, makes everything better everywhere. Always. Uh, on the pursuit of excellence. So if you want to hire anybody that want to organize your stuff or, or to uh, take care of business, get a Virgo. They're always on task. Uh, perfectionists, but they have to realize that what they do already is perfect enough. It can't get more perfect all the time. So there's no need for all that self-criticism. So Right now, not only is romantic Venus retrograde for the entire month of August, but on the 23rd, Mercury joins the retrograde with all the other retrogrades as well. So not to mention, you know, like we have Pluto that's been there since May 1st till October 10th. We have Saturn since June 17th till November 4th in Pisces. We have Neptune June 30th to December 6th, also in Pisces. Venus started July 22nd. We talked about that last time till September 3rd in Leo and Mercury starting on the same day as Venus, uh, as uh, Virgo gets, get, comes in on August 23rd till September 15th. Let's add to the mix. Uranus goes retrograde August 28th till January 17th. It's a party. <laughs> We're not finished yet. There's also Jupiter. Jupiter is going retrograde on oh September. My oh my gosh! Till December. Uh, till uh, is there anything not in retrograde? Let me see. Well, the moon never goes retrograde. The sun never goes retrograde. So we can't count them too. <laughs> Mars isn't retrograde. And it won't be for another two years. And is there another one? Hmm. I think everything else is pretty well retrograde. That's it. Yeah. There's seven. Oh my god. Seven planets retrograde during the Virgo season. Holy moly. Wow. So retrogrades. What does that mean? Let's yeah, (laughs) what does that mean? But well, first of all, let's put an emphasis on retrogrades are not moments or times for fear, but rather they are times to be utilized, reassessing what's going on in different areas of your life, depending which planets are retrograde and what signs they're in that's where you have to look at. So, and also if a planet is retrograde in your birth chart, its energies are turned inward. So these are usually felt more strongly, but there is something hidden. You keep undercover for some reason. For example, it can be shyness or discomfort or awkwardness expressing the planet energy directly or overtly. 
Sometimes it can be denial, something is lacking or missing in childhood, any number of reasons. But when a planet, if you, it's in your birth chart that's it's already retrograde, when the retrograde season happens for it, all of a sudden these people shine. This is their time. Everything works out well for them during that time. So, for example, Mercury retrograde natal. 18% of the people have this. And we're not counting with the shadow because, you know, it comes often, comes like three to four times a year, Mercury retrograde. So these people that are born with Mercury retrograde, their thinking processes are more acute. Their sense of humor is more quirky. You would, they would take in information differently than those with Mercury direct. But some struggle with doubts about their perceptions or their ability to learn. There's much reviewing, double checking of thoughts and ideas before they communicate them. So you may have had, or they may have had a lot of insecurities about their mind and how it works. And they have trouble focusing because they have a running inner dialogue while other people are talking. So it's very, very hard for them to stay focused. But something changes during a Mercury retrograde. When the actual planet goes retrograde in the sky at the same time, it triggers the natal retrograde to start behaving like it's running direct. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, they stop second guessing themselves, the insecurities, all that stuff goes away. And these three, for these three weeks, plus the pre and post <clears throat> shadow periods are the most productive times for them. They seem to be shielded from all that mercury retrograde havoc that's going on around them for everybody else but it's not happening to them. So writers and creatives with Mercury retrograde get sudden breaks from their writer's block curse, for example. That would be something that happens oh, wow. for them. So they tend to gain extreme clarity during this time. So the same kind of thing can be said about the Venus retrograde, which is 8% of the people. Uh, the feeling nature is extremely deep socializing is taken seriously it's rarely light like you know they don't take it lightly they can be shy in youth They're, they can be awkward with small talk and they have an aversion for superficiality so love is extremely important but may not be explicit enough for others to know how deeply they can love they just don't know how to express themselves enough their love life and financial and or financial life can be hidden in some way the under feeling, underlying feeling of not being enough. So during these times, their feelings are more easily expressed during this Venus retrograde. They are more graceful in social situations. They're less awkward. They tend to come out of the closet with their love life, career, flow of money. Everything seems to come to them more easily. It's almost like the double negative turning into a positive. That's how I would look I at it. That. Yeah. So that makes sense. It's like that for every, every planet, but I'm not going to start talking about Pluto and every single one, like what's happening. But those two are big because Mercury retrograde comes there, like I said, three to four times a year. And right now we're in the Venus one. So these two retrogrades, Venus and Mercury, is almost as weird as the last month's popular back-to-back -back showings of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Candy-coated naivety and nefarious intentions will be on full display this August and beginning of, of September. That's the vibe we're in. Mm. So, but don't worry, just by following a few essential retrograde rules, you won't have to hide out so much. You don't have to stay in and, I shouldn't move, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do that. So, <laughs> so, any questions so far? Or can I just keep going? Or not? <laughs> No, I, yeah, I want to know what, what, what are the tricks? What do we need to know to get through okay. these weeks ahead yeah. of us? So with Venus retrograde in Leo from July 22nd till September 3rd, it happens every 18 months. It lasts 40 days or six weeks. So it's a time when the love planet goes from the evening star, visible at dusk, to a morning star, visible just before dawn. So it's an optimum time to put old love stories to bed and waking up fresh energies for romance or bring something new to the present relationships. The themes of passion, playfulness, and courage will be strong with the retrograde being in Leo. 
for the Mercury retrograde, the planet of communication, cooperation, and data reverse is going through Virgo from August 23rd to September 15th for three weeks, every three and a half to four months. We get that. So you may want to look at each Mercury retrograde cycle as a small wake-up call and an opportunity to notice when you're caught up in the patterns of your shadow. We tend to be a little less, yeah, we tend to be a little less conscious and not as aware as we should be. Moreover, when we act from this place, we set ourselves up to clearing our shadow. So basically, it's a signal scrambling timeout to reveal where we need to pause, reconsider, review, rewind, reconnect, all the rewords you can think of. That's what we put with the Mercury retrograde. Because Mercury in retrograde reveals the consequences to, of the inattention to detail, wrong assumptions, as well as errors in communication and transportation. Many of these are often set up in the pre-shadow phase, which is 10 days before. So we're starting it. We've been starting it before Virgo season actually started. But most important, it's on a personal level. It's where we reveal the shadow or disowned component of our awareness, communication, and interaction with others, and in the world around us. So as you know, Mercury rules both Gemini and Virgo. With Gemini, wherever it is in your chart, Mercury is expressed, it will be expressed the way we reach out in our neighborhood, or how do we interact? How do we discriminate? The shadow of Gemini is Sagittarius. So when Mercury is retrograde, it often expresses the negative or disowned nature of Sagittarius. When this happens, the tendency is to generalize, anticipate, gloss over, judge, or assume without reality checking. So the other expression of Mercury retrograde is through the shadow of sign of Virgo. So within Virgo, Mercury expresses the way that we integrate, what we experience, and how we make sense of the world around us through our minds. The shadow of Virgo is Pisces. So when Mercury is in retrograde, the negative or disowned nature of Pisces is expressed. And we may think of someone else, you know, we think everybody else will do whatever we're not wanting to do. Somebody else will do it. Or we may imagine things will turn out for the best. Or we may, may imagine or hope instead of doing something for ourselves. Often this disowned nature of Pisces is revealed in our disconnection to our core and in seeking that connection outside of ourselves instead. So in the sign of Virgo, the focus is, so that's one of the things you should do, the focus is on work and wellness. So it, it's about getting organized, setting up systems, simplifying your life so that you have less stress. Precision is the key for Virgo. Uh, Mercury RX. So be clear on your intentions and your conversations. Keep an eye on your calendar to avoid double booking. Whew. Any questions? It sounds like we just need to slow down and pay attention and be aware of our thoughts and what we're about to say <laughs> <laughs> to think through what we're, we're trying to communicate. Yes, exactly. And especially in Virgo, because Virgo is a symbol of purity, perfection, it directs our attention towards refining our lives. And this retrograde sheds light on areas that we have cluttered our days with conversations or activities that don't add any value or support to us. Mm. So, Which makes sense because you were just saying that it, it's all about making sure you're organized and, and looking at that. So it's shining that spotlight as you're getting organized. What can you get rid of? What are you... Like what's drawing your attention, your focus away from your goals and things like that. Right. And so, yeah, I like yeah. that. So remember that Venus is also retrograde. So reforging a friendship with an ex-lover is difficult to say the very least. But during a retrograde, hi yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping it platonic will not be easy. Under these nostalgic times, and if you have a current partner, you are complicating things to no end. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Like, you know, you can see the flashing lights. <laughs> so, and, and don't follow friend or casually search for them on social media either. This is even a bigger trigger alert. It's very, very unlikely that you'll feel happy 
and positive when seeing an ex in love with someone else. This anti-jealousy state might be too high to ascend to at this moment with, with Venus retrograde. So unfollow, stop the scroll, and spare yourself the pain. So And conversations with that Mercury retrograde can really do a downturn. So don't ask people who, who know and love you both people to take sides, uh, especially if the relation's gone wrong. That's so unfair to everyone. Plus, think about the massive cleanup you'll have to do if you make up with this partner. So not worth it. Like, it's, be careful. And then it's Mercury retrograde, of course, is always culpable when it comes to information going wrong, either to the wrong people or taken, to the, taken the wrong way. Watch your emails, watch your texts, watch your messaging, especially with intimate conversations. Your boss getting the message intended for a partner, not going to work, you know? (laughs) Spicy? (laughs) Yeah, it might be a a tad. Oops. So right now, too, conversation, well, when Mercury's retrograde, communication is anything but direct. Are you getting intuitive hits? While you may be sensing trouble, it is essential that you approach this like a skilled negotiator registering complaints or accusations will not get rid get you any gold stars in august and beginning of september rather focus on the win win of any situation for example i'm i'm excited about creating something interesting let's talk about how we can both work at this to make it the best possible that that's the way it should go if there's anything that retrogrades are really really good for it's nostalgia. With Venus retrograde in the romance junkie wheel, it's fine to lionize things that are kind of corny. So go ahead and turn everything into an anniversary if you want. Uh, when you met, first kiss, first gift, first anything, word of warning. With all the scheduling snafus coming up with Mercury, make sure that you don't leave planning up to chance. Make reservations, leave extra early. You know, every little thing has to be. T's crossed, uh, dotted I's, etc. So remember also that relationship ups and downs are normal. And if you feel there's a future in your relationship and it's worth pursuing, August is the month for going deeper into the work. Both Venus and Mercury retrograde can help you uncover any underlying issues that need addressing for growth and stronger connections. I'm talking a lot. (laughs) It's all good stuff. Yeah, it is. And it had me, you just had me thinking when you're talking about the planets of relationships in retrograde and the planet of communication in Mm -hmm. retrograde, and we know how important communication is in relationships. It sounds like Focus on the positive stuff and be very careful with your communications with those people who are close to you because it can come out the wrong way. And especially like you mentioned, email and text and messaging where you don't have that um, inflection of tone and you, you can't, you know, try not to jump to conclusions and remember that, you know, we're in retrograde and it, everything is going to be messed up right now. So communication lines have to really be clear keep those relationships strong. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Mercury retrograde also coincides with other retrogrades. And it starts off with a very interesting alignment with Uranus and Jupiter while also forming an opposition to Neptune. What does all that mean, you wonder? (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. A trine of Uranus and Jupiter is quite favorable, actually, in astrology. And in opposition to Neptune will help you consider both sides of a story and it will help you to explore alternatives. It'll also help you think outside the box. So in a way, it's good. It's a unique cosmic setup. means that Mercury retrograde has a ton of potential. We can tap into our intuition more deeply thanks to Neptune's influence. So... I kind of like that though, like, cause you were just saying how with Venus and with um, Mercury, it's relationship and communication and making sure you come from 
a, a good place, it's almost like the universe says, hey, I got you back. I know that this might be a little tough for you guys in love and relationship here. I'm going to put these other planets here. They're going to be your wing guys to make sure that, you know, that you can see the other person's point of view as well as sharing your own truth so that you guys can come from a, a place of, e not yeah, of equal and win-win to think outside the box. It's not just, okay, y'all on your own. I kind <laughs> of like that because to me, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. The universe has your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make it where it's easier for you to tap into those skills now because we know how how difficult it might be in the next month. Yeah. And so that's great. And that's a good reminder too, as we go in there of, Hey, instead of us quickly jumping to the conclusion that our partner must be deaf and not listening to us and, and coming from that kind of place, it's like, hang a second. Oh, I can see why they would think that. Let me try and understand it from their point of view. Hey, okay. Maybe we can do it this way. Maybe we can do it that way. Let's think outside the box. I think that would definitely make you stronger. And again, like you said before, it shines that light, which which retrogrades do. It shines that light onto your shadow as well. So it's like, oh, okay, I kind of did this. I'm glad it's worked out, but maybe I need to work on this because something triggered there. There's some sort of wound. And so, yeah, it's definitely a win-win in my mind. Mm -hmm. Like once you understand what's going on. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So right now, with all that going on, the Venus, the Mercury, the Uranus, the Jupiter, like we have the chance to embrace fearlessness and excitement by venturing into the realm of uncertainty. Like, you know, when you don't know, you're going to take a hike and you don't know the forest or the or wherever you're going it, it's kind of exciting it kind of puts you a little bit on edge well it's that kind of feeling it, you're a little bit on edge but it's exciting what am i going to get out of this and so with uranus it's, it's an, an adventure, adventure. <laughs> exactly and uranus and jupiter are both known for their rebellious and innovative innovative vibes which means this, this retrograde is a green light for calculated risks and seeking change in our life's trajectory. And because it's in Taurus, it deals with financials, depending on which house your Taurus is, it'll deal in that area. This is not a green light for drastic decisions, since this is still Mercury retrograde. However, those spontaneous sparks of information and ideas that seem to come from nowhere, listen to them sit with them reflect on them during the reflect uh, during the retrograde and once it ends create a game plan this way you can incorporate all those fresh concepts and rebellious notions safely into your life with the full oh, that too yeah good and with the full moon coming up on august 30th almost opposite mercury it'll help us see what we need to let go of what we should ease the pressure on, allowing a smooth, smoother daily rhythm to emerge in your own lives. So the Virgo energy is all about practical aspects in life, while the Pisces energy, where the full moon will be situated, uh, delves into the spiritual and ethereal. This will prompt us to reflect on the balance between material and spiritual focus and help shed whatever's unnecessary. Isn't that cool? Then, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful energy coming up too, it sounds yeah. like. Then you'll have the new moon in Virgo. So just before that Mercury retrograde wraps up, bringing closure to that period of deep introspection, this retrograde truly is about creating new systems and to be more intentional in our self-care and on our daily routines from morning till night, not just for, okay, this one hour, I have a routine. So you have, it'll be more about all that. Questions about that before I go straight to you, Rex? <laughs> See, like the beauty, we talked about this in the last episode, how 
we're kind of see in social media and out there that retrogrades, it's joked that it's such a bad thing. But as I listen to you, Jackie, again, this is the second time you talk about these retrogrades and I can only see the positive. Like, yeah, there's things that we need to be aware of, but as we're aware of it, the result is unbelievable growth. You know, the opportunity for growth, possibility, just what an amazing, I just like it. And I kind of had that that twing of retrograde. You say it's about nostalgia and looking back, a, a chance to rewind. It does. It gives us a chance to rewind, pause and go, oh, this is not working because I'm feeling this right now. Let me heal it. So what beautiful energy like is just right there ready for us to, to claim and use. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Christy? Yeah, to me, um, and you know me and how much I love shadow work, retrogrades are like the shadow, you know, they're kind of, it's looking at what we don't normally look at. It brings our awareness to what we usually overlook. It makes us, it keeps us on our toes. It makes us alert. But when we go deeper into it, we find the healing and the gold that, you know, really takes us to the next level. That's kind of how, what I'm hearing. And I've kind of seen it before, but Jackie's made it even clearer and, you know, shown us how much gold we can dig out of that, that shadow out of the retrogrades. Exactly. Like you both said, it's a time to slow down. It's time to reflect and think about what we're doing, feel what we're doing get a real sense of what's happening to us and is this really where i want to go is this the does that vibe feel right for me and and then work through that and then you have the uranus retrograde which starts august 28th so just a mere five days after uh, virgo season starts and it'll be until january 27th of 2024 So Uranus, the planet of sudden changes, unexpected events, and shakeups, goes retrograde to help us push past any limiting societal beliefs and social norms. These retrograde periods happen every year between five and seven months at a time. And we see even more unpredictability uh, than Uranus brings in its periods of its forward momentum. During a retrograde, it just goes a little more wacky than usual. So expect the unexpected. Think of, look at what's happening right now, even the food sourcing, uh, the with the fires in, for us out here anyways, in the, uh, in all the fruit district, if you will, and the floods, the hurricanes, the extraordinary heat, uh, all imports, exports, the stock market, the economy in general, and your own personal finances. And try to find a sense of stability with this bull type of energy at play. That's going to be difficult. <laughs> That's going to be a little bit more difficult. But if you can calm down and just say this too shall pass. But, you know, we do have to take care of our planet. I think it's a wake up call. It's a wake up call to do something to make people think. Yeah. Uh, And then on September 3rd, Venus goes direct from her shadow to her shadow period, I mean, until October. And on the 4th of September till December 3rd, Jupiter goes retrograde. So Jupiter, (laughs) the planet of luck, expansion, good fortune. When it goes retrograde, can cause us to reassess our own habits that uh, it can go towards hedonism and overindulgence, especially in the sign of earthy Taurus. It's scary for someone who has a sweet tooth like me. But anyways. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> me too. Oh, yeah. Especially right through yeah. Halloween and the uh, yeah. holidays uh-huh. coming up. And I love to bake and I love, you know, all those Anyways, I just, Jackie, one second. I just had this thought, like, too, you were just sharing individually how these retrogrades are all working and making a stop and think. But then you just said to globally, as as a people, as Earth, 
yeah. it, we're also having to face those things of yeah. how our, not just how our actions are affecting us personally in our small little community or our small home, but also globally, the choices that we make, we need to slow down and reflect, make better choices and, and kind of see what we can do. So it's real interesting that this doesn't just affect us individually. It also affects us globally and we need to be thinking big too. So I thought that was real interesting. And we could see that reflected in the world too, with all the different things that are going on and the changes that are happening and kind of like the precipice that we sit on with different things. Absolutely. Because right now, like, you know, with that Taurus, Jupiter and Uranus retrograding, this will be a great time to reassess, like reassess world wise and in personal wise our financial trajectory what are we doing what are we doing are we giving up all our lives just for money like what are we doing to our planet just for money what are we doing to ourselves and our our children to everything for money so it'll also help you to make adequate changes in order to succeed at rapid speeds once this retrograde comes to a close like come december and January, at the end of January, I think we're going to see a world that has really refocused. It's not that we want it to go that far ahead. This is Virgo season after all. So in Virgo season, it's very much about your wellness, your health, and how you can be of service to others. By being of service to others, we affect, make a little ripple that spreads far and wide. Mm-hmm. Any questions? Absolutely. Well, I was just thinking on a big scale and I don't even, I don't know if you know, Jackie, but it just seems like we've been in this shakeup period for over three years now, really, you know, that where everything is being shaken up on individual and on a global basis. I was just thinking about what a traumatic experience we all went through three years ago globally. I mean, it affected, it's like, so right now we, there was, the fire in Maui. That was absolutely horrible. Last year, it was the hurricane uh, Ian that, uh, you know, for Florida. And, you know, we have the fires in the Pacific Northwest. We have these um, geographical and regional tragedies and trauma, but COVID was global. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, it just feels like we're going through time after time, these global shakeups for the collective. And I'm just wondering, you know, do re- do these huge seven planets in retrograde, do they happen frequently on a big picture? Or are we truly, you know, going through something like, it feels like adolescence right now or something, you know, puberty, or I don't know, we're going, or the terrible twos, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we are going through something. And it started with that Uranus eclipse Uranus Taurus uh, eclipse uh, in 2020, and so okay. we're we're kind of that was in Taurus as well. So it affected all the finances. It affects how we feel good about everything. Like it's a our comfort zone is affected. Taurus is all about being comfortable, having enough, getting our senses um, satisfied. No matter how you look at it, it's being comfortable and not having to do too much all of a sudden here comes uh the 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 eclipse in taurus and and there was a series of eclipses first you know it takes two or two years at least two and a half years it started actually november 2020 till november i mean yeah almost november of 2022 so all those eclipses kind of started the whole world on a shakedown and then you have all these retrogrades. But mm-hmm. no, your, for your first question, all these retrogrades don't often happen all seven at a time. Usually we don't even pay attention to Pluto retrograde that much because it does happen pretty well half the year, every year. And mm-hmm. Neptune's too happen. And Uranus is usually at the end of the year, like, you know, close up to this time. It's almost always. So those ones we often don't pay attention, but because of the eclipses, I think it's affecting the world in a big, big way. Something's happening. Something's happening. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not that and I want to be a downer. All these shakedowns. No, no, but, but think about when, when big things happen and, and things get shaken up, you can look at it as a negative thing, but you can look at it. Here's an opportunity for growth. And we've all noticed mm -hmm. that people are starting to wake up. They're starting to awaken to things. They're starting to explore things that are outside the box that have been outside the box for them. And they're starting to like, I have never seen so many people gardening mm -hmm. since like, so people are starting to become more self-reliant, more independent. They're starting to turn to things uh, that are spiritual. They're starting to question the system. Uh, that's a result that comes from this shakeup mm -hmm. and it's huge. And so what's being reflected in the heavens is like in the universe is being reflected down here. And I'm sure that to take it and bring it in a little more, we can look at our lives since 2020, the shakeups that we've had personally too, like it's really being reflected everywhere. And so here's our chance to see it as a positive, take it as an opportunity for growth. We're being assisted by the energy of the universe to elevate to rise up to be better become better not just people not just families and communities but on a global stage unfortunately it takes mm. tragedy sometimes but yeah just it's a big like you say yeah it's a big shake up mm. um, like unbelievable unbelievable yeah it's like we're going through our dark night of the soul yeah i you just made me think of that is for transformation to happen, there has to be that catalyst and that, you know, shattering of the illusions that we've been under for so long, for a lot of us, our whole lives. And, you know, on a personal basis, you usually don't feel the need to change unless something awful happens, you know, that wakes you up and something painful and you're like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. And yeah, that's what we're going through on a global scale because it's global. It, it lasts longer than just the one night of the dark night of the soul, which is usually longer anyway for anybody, but you know, it's, it's just on a bigger scale, it's going to take a lot longer to, for that movement to happen. So it is, it's, um, leads to goodness but man it's been difficult going yeah. through it <laughs> and how's this for a little bit of synchronicity this this new issue that has been released has been about magical creatures magical beasts one of them being the phoenix mm -hmm. we just talked about phoenixes in our last podcast and we're seeing that that kind of transformation that's the image that is evoked in my mind just talking about all this of on a global stage, we're going through the Phoenix process. We're burning away what doesn't work. We're trying to transmute that energy, the energy that's given and harness all this powerful stuff to make the world a better place. We're, we're looking outward. Um, and so, yeah, it's almost like we're in the era of the Phoenix. That's what it feels like, at least to me. You're smiling, Christy, because you're the Phoenix girl. But doesn't that? <laughs> I love it. Doesn't that <laughs> I feel love that good? visual. Yeah. So let that give you that taste of courage. And isn't that what we're coming out of? You talked about being bold and courageous mm -hmm. like the lion. Be bold and courageous as we go into these times of uncertainty, go into this darkness, knowing, again, the universe has our back. It's providing all this energy from the different retrogrades to help lead us and, and show us what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. let's 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 not shy away from this let's not put our heads in the 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 ground let's do the work so that we can be better all that synchronicity it's just incredible like that's yeah. why I love these discussions Jackie like you are so amazing like yeah. I hope listeners get to um to feel that too like take courage yeah. be bold you know, this is not a time to fear. This is a time to look within, to mm -hmm. rise up and be better. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. We're supposed to use these times to make our lives better. Not just our lives because it's Virgo, right? It's a, it's a service sign. So yeah. it's, it's as if we're supposed to be helping make the world a better place. We start with ourselves, our little groups, we move on, 
make it a little bigger, 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 bigger. The ripples really do work. Like just and they matter. Under. Yes. And Virgos are always such kind people. They are exceptionally kind. So just even the random acts of kindness that people do, like, you know, buying coffee or holding the door open, or even just smiling at someone, all those things matter. Because during Mercury retrograde, a lot of people might be feeling a little down and maybe that's all they need. So we, yeah. we, we have the opportunity to, to uh, help others and make the world a better place, hopefully. And as you both said, the Phoenix rises, like, look at all these fires. It's crazy. I haven't seen a summer so smoky. So it's, yeah. uh, it is a time where we're supposed to transform and, and become the Phoenix, clear the air, start again. Oh, I love this. I, I thank you so much for inviting me like this. I am so honored to be here with you. Oh, thank you. We're honored to have you here and to have you on our team and to share your wisdom and all of this insight. And I think one thing to remember that you kind of touched on is not everybody is aware of what's going on. All they know is they're feeling this heaviness or they're feeling these challenges and these difficulties and they don't know why. And so giving that smile and being a little extra helpful, you know, because they're not thinking, oh yeah, Mercury's in retrograde or this planet's doing this, or, you know, they don't know what's going on. All they know is their computer just stopped working or they just accidentally sent, did a reply all when <laughs> they meant to send that to their best friend, yeah. you know? So yeah, just remember to hold that kindness and take that uh, Virgo energy to be helpful and kind to others. Thank you so much, Jackie, for being here with us again for this amazing little tea party that I, I'm, I'm going to love these. I can already tell yeah. on our second one and they're already going to be my favorite episodes. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, that feels so nice. Can't wait for Libra now. We'll see what, what happens with Libra. <laughs> That's my son. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you all. Okay, so Christy, what's your starburst that you're sharing today? So my starburst is kind of a um, little bit of synchronicity going on here because I wanted to uh, give out a starburst for the Once Upon a Book uh, reader event which used to be held in Michigan. They just held their last one in Michigan. Next year, they are bringing it down to Florida. And that right now they are selling tickets and tables. And that's why I wanted to give this shout out for them. But also, it is run by my favorite Virgo, <laughs> Stacey Rourke. Um, and I only remember that because she had said something that was very Virgo-ish. And I asked her, I was like, you've got to be a Virgo. And she said, yep, certainly am. <laughs> so um, but it makes her a very good organizer of uh, the book convention. And also, if anybody pays attention, Once Upon a Book, Once Upon a Podcast, yes, they are related. She and her and two others, um, George and Sandy are involved with the Once Upon a Podcast. So they are part of, um, indirectly, they're like sisters to our network. And of course, we are part of the Once Upon a Podcast network. So anyway, I will drop the link for the Once Upon a Book reader event in the show notes. So if you want to come down to Florida next September and meet some authors, get some autographed books and just make some really awesome connections, I hope to be there and hope to see some of all of you there. So what about you, Belinda? What Starburst do you have? Okay. Well, I was kind of thinking um, what I wanted to, to shine a light on. And I'm not quite sure. I can't remember if we've discussed it, but we talk about how we're on Facebook and like Jackie comes and she shares her weekly forecast there. We have other wonderful discussions. 
Uh, we have Rosemary that comes in. She was on the podcast. She comes in and she uh, does a spread. Just, It's a wonderful community that's being built. I'm not sure if we ever talked that we changed the name. Uh, we changed the name to reflect what what our purpose is. And it's. I wanted to, to share a starburst on it. It's magically creative living for witchy souls and spiritual goddesses. I, we wanted to um, let you all know that of that name change so you can find it easily. You don't worry if you don't remember the name right off the bat right now, because you look in the show notes, we'll include the link tree and it'll, it'll lead you there. But I encourage you guys, if you love these uh, podcasts, please come and join our community. Be part of it. Uh, whether you're someone who likes to contribute and has and and share in the discussion or someone who likes to just read um come be a part come to partake of the energy that's there and the love that's there again it's the magically creative living for witchy souls and spiritual goddesses and so that's my starburst for this week So thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magical topic. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Player FM, and several others. Again, check our link tree because they're all there. Okay, and in the meantime, be sure to follow us at Starlight Tea Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, feel free to DM us or email at hellostarlightteapodcast.com. We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic. Magic.